Hello and welcome back to the Steph Sanzaro podcast. My name is Steph and I am your host and it has been a hot minute since I've done one of these with you guys where we have sat down and had a little bit of a one-on-one and these are probably my favorite episodes to record just randomly throughout the year so that we can touch base and catch up on what's going on in each other's lives and it's true. You are my family and I want you to hear what's going on with me just as much as I want to know from your messages that you send me, how your lives are going and how your lives have been impacted by these episodes and that's the stuff that really warms my heart and makes me so happy and brings such a big smile to my face and if, yeah, if that's what this is all about and the impact that I'm making then, then that is really enough for me. I guess this episode is basically going to be formed around the premise that everything happens for a reason. And it's currently June, I think it's the 17th today, 2020. And it has been a wild year. The last time I recorded one of these solo episodes, it was actually when I got back from India. And I came back from India, for those who don't know, in December 2019. And I had been traveling for three months and unfortunately... I came down with typhoid fever and dengue fever at the same time and it was a crazy, crazy ride and I met some really incredible people who were there to care for me and in the end I was in hospital for eight days and unfortunately had to come home. My family did what they could to book flights to me and bring me back and it was uh, an amazing experience that came to a close really, really abruptly And at the time I kept thinking, oh gosh, like why is this happening? I finally built up the courage to go and, you know, after years of anxiety keeping me home, I finally got to go and you start to think to yourself, what is going on? Like why all of a sudden am I being brought home? And I guess over the few months that I was home, it really started to dawn on me why. And unfortunately, When I got home, I was really, really run down. My body had been through the ringer. I had been under so much stress that systems in my body had started shutting down. And unfortunately, I was in a state of chronic fatigue for about four months. And this would mean that I wake up in the morning and I'd feel like I literally hadn't slept you know, I'd get up and I'd go into the shower and it would literally just hurt to hold my arms up to wash my hair. And when I brush my teeth, I would have to sit down and I'd get up and I'd be so excited to go visit a friend because I've just come home from all of this travel. And then all of a sudden I'd be wiped. I would literally need to like sit down. I couldn't walk anywhere. I would just have to say, you know, can you please take me home? And I'd feel so bad because I just had no energy and no anything to give them. Like not my usual bubbly demeanor. I felt like I just, I literally wasn't myself. So most of the day I would spend in bed watching Netflix if I wasn't asleep. The moments that I was awake were really hard. I felt like I was trying to be the person that I was before I went away. The person that you know, exercised every single day and cooked these beautiful, big, abundant meals and was eating really well. And I was, I was literally the fittest I've ever been. And, you know, I went to India and I spent a month in yoga teacher training and that completely just went away. The amount of physique training that I did on my body and 
the strength and everything that I built up just slowly went away because I physically could not complete the exercise or the stamina or anything that I was doing before I got sick. Being that way and comparing myself to who I was before was really, really hard. I started to get um, like this sense of an identity crisis. And I think at home, a lot of you can relate to that. It's not knowing who you are after something tragic happens or after we experience trauma or we've you know, been through a massive change, you start to think to yourself, wait, who am I? Do, do I even belong here anymore? Like things have changed inside me and I no longer fit my, my surroundings. And in that moment, you kind of have to adapt. You have to realize that either the way that you were before wasn't and isn't going to work anymore. So I really had to think to myself, well, my body can't keep up with the pace of life that I was living before. You know, I tried to go back to work. I thought about going back to doing training and teaching people in coaching classes and that type of stuff, but I couldn't complete exercise myself. For about two months, the greatest level of exercise that I could complete would be walking down the end of my street and back to the house. And that is what it would take for me to be completely worn out. I wasn't able to take myself to the supermarket. I would have to get my nan's partner, John, to take me. And yeah, I guess it was just this very overwhelming thought of who am I? What is this? And how do I adapt to this lifestyle? And so I realized that I had to work very minimally. I had to spend a lot of my time resting. I couldn't exercise. And what really became apparent was that everything that I've been doing up to that point, everything that I've been teaching and learning about self-kindness and compassion and understanding was really going to come into play in this part of my life. And I like to call this my, it was a season, okay? So it's a, a season of my life that has been really, really difficult. It was coming home sick and dealing with all of the aftermath of that, but also coming home and back to living with my grandmother, my nan, who has stage four cancer. And I will just say that at this point in time, she has passed away and it has been a completely uh, earth shattering experience, but uh, I'm still trying to find the the moments of gratitude in my day for the memories and the time that I have with her but what I want to say is that I came home and lived with her and her partner John like I was before and before I'd gone away to India she had actually told me you have to go you can't keep living your life here putting your life on hold just waiting for something to happen She's said to me, you have to go and live your life. And I cried and I, I, I did what she said. It was literally a non-negotiable. And so I went and before I left, I had said goodbye to her. We had done the big goodbye and said all the things that we needed to say. And, you know, when I went traveling, every single person that I met over there that became my friend learned of her and the impact that she had had on my life and how... She was very unwell at home and I was thinking about her every day and that gets to you, I guess, you know, you're, you're in one place, but you're thinking about someone in another place, sort of 
half trying to be present but also half in your head being in concern and worry about them but my travels were the most incredible thing that I've ever done but I started to believe that when I got home that that is the reason why I was brought home that is the reason why I got sick and that was to be with my nan the most important person in my whole life person I've always called my best friend the one who has supported me through everything in my life when I've felt no love from anyone else and she's protected me she's taken me in she's she's literally been a parent to me and so I believed and I started to understand that the reason why I was brought home from India was to actually be with her and to be with my family in what is a really awful season and so when I came home I was coping with my own illness and my own well small medical condition in the scheme of things compared to hers but it was it was very hard but also a very much character building experience to be able to care for her in the way that she needed it now for those of you who can relate When someone is in their last stage of cancer and there's no more treatment being had, it's basically a a waiting game on trying to make them comfortable but also their body starts being able to do certain things that they could no longer do and they require a lot more help. And while this was extremely challenging for me because I'm not the best person when it comes to bodily fluids or anything else, I always worried about how I would go having a child but... I think when faced with the problem, when it is a family member, you're literally just doing whatever you can to help them and instinct takes over and that is exactly what it was for me. It was really hard but I'm so glad that I was able to show her the love and the care and just the utter selflessness that she always showed to me and I will never regret my decision to be there all the way through to the end because that's what I believe that everything that had happened to me over the last six months had worked my way up to this point. And I know that there are so many people out there that hate the saying, (laughs) they hate the saying, everything happens for a reason because they wonder why the worst thing in their life could possibly have happened to them and how it could possibly be good. But in my opinion, it is just a change of mindset. Now, The most deepest, darkest, ugliest things that have ever happened to us. Usually, if you have the strength to work through them and to get past them, there is always light at the end of the tunnel. There is always a new day. There is always something greater beyond it. It's amazing to look at how many of my guests on this show have been through something so traumatic and awful where they've lost someone or they've been through something really awful and traumatic and that they have used that experience to find strength and build strength within themselves but then also to build strength within someone else and that is my message here today it's that when things happen to us that seem unfair and we don't understand what's happening and what's going on the true I guess the true show of strength is to keep going It is to keep waking up each day, putting one foot in front of the other 
and being as positive as you possibly can in your own darkness and knowing that every single day the sun will rise and it will set again and that a new day is upon you. There are many times in my life where I felt like I wanted to give up and like I didn't want to continue living anymore. And I think the one thing, I've touched on it just before, but the one thing that got me through was finding gratitude in every little moment. So even though I was living with my grandmother, who was my favorite person in the entire world, and she was, I guess her body was failing, I was still trying to find the gratitude in each moment that I had with her. Yes, it was ugly. It was really hard for me to be there and to see and to watch her go through. But at the same time, I was so grateful for every moment that I had with her because I wasn't going to get any more. I was so grateful for the time I had left, for the for the fact that I came home and she hadn't passed away while I was traveling, that I had more time. There were so many things to be grateful for. And that is the message that I have for you today. It's that when you think that your world is falling, stop, look up, look around you, and try and list three things that you were grateful for in that moment. As I sit here recording this podcast that is drifting into your ears right now, I am looking around myself and I am in this amazing little cottage down in Anglesey. And I'll touch on this in another episode, but my gosh, I am so grateful to be here for the owners who have given me this space. I am so grateful for the blue sky and the sunshine that is shining through. And I'm also so grateful that I was resilient enough to get past everything that's been happening in the last couple of weeks to still be sitting here today and to be talking to you, my friends. So that's my message for you today. When everything feels like it's falling to pieces, find three moments of gratitude because once you've gotten through this awful thing that you're going through, I really find that you will start to believe that everything happens for a reason. When that good thing on the other side of the bad thing becomes apparent, then you'll start to realize why it all happened in the first place. Thank you so much for listening today to my little solo episode. It's been really nice to touch back in with you guys and to talk and get it all off my chest. And this is like a little uh, journal entry for me today. And I'm really, really, really grateful for you guys being here and for sharing your time with me. And I do have a little project coming for you all really soon that I've been working on slowly over the last couple of months. And... I'm really excited to share with you what it's going to be and I really hope that it will be really helpful in your journey. So thank you guys so much for listening today and I will see you all in my next episode.